Welcome to the Rebel Physician Podcast, where we are creating a path for physicians to break free from the toxic medical system to create an enjoyable and a sustainable career in medicine. Join us each week as we challenge the status quo, push boundaries, and seek to create a better healthcare system for all. Today, we're going to talk about getting sued. And I want to talk about this because a few reasons. The first one is huge amount of physicians get sued and we don't talk about it. There's a lot of stigma with talking about it. And I think with where healthcare is, with how much physicians are suffering, we need to start talking about the things that maybe in the past we would have shied away from talking about. And I know that it makes people uncomfortable to talk about lawsuits because there are certain things we're told we can't talk about, of course, but there are things that you can share. And that includes how you are doing, how you are feeling, how it's impacting you. There's so much benefit to asking for help and finding resources. And there's no shame at all in being sued. I think shame in medicine only hurts doctors and does not help us. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Before we do that, I want to make sure that I encourage you to join the Rebel Physician community if you have not already done so. It is a free community for physicians who want to stay in healthcare and enjoy their jobs. Or (laughs) the other side of the people in this group are doctors who maybe aren't sure if they want to stay in healthcare and they're trying to figure out what options there are for people. And then I have another group of physicians in the community, little subgroups, that have either already left medicine, are already doing something else, have started their private practice, or on the other side, and they're turning back and pulling other physicians and helping them and supporting them. So the community is really a beautiful and magical place for physicians to come. And it's unlike any other community you can find in your hospital or on Facebook, because the point of this rebel physician community is to rebelliously (laughs) do whatever the hell you want in medicine and the tools and the support and the connection and the collaboration to make that a reality for you. So you can join at www.rebelphysician.com. In that membership or community, you will get basically every course and workshop I've ever done for free you will get access to the community calls, the workshops, any kind of um, virtual call that I do in the future. And I'm really more of a moderator for those calls now. It's um, The community is so supportive and we have such an uh, amazing group of physicians that I kind of just hold space for the connections to happen on their own. And I, of course, can offer coaching and support and guidance when it's when it's requested, but that's really not the goal of this space. So if you're looking for coaching, you'll, you it's certainly available to you here, but it's really, really so much more than that. It's um, really more about providing you with exactly what you need to have a career that you love. One of my favorite things that's come out of this group, and then we'll dive into the podcast today is that I have the ability to talk one-on-one with physicians who um, are either interested in doing something or have pivoted in their career and they just tell me about their experience and 
I get to kind of matchmake. It ha- it's a natural re- um, response to this because I talk to one physician one day who's done something amazing, and then I talk to another physician, uh, another physician another day, and they happen to want to do the thing that the physician I talked to the day before has already done. So I have this wonderful opportunity to bring these physicians together and make even more magic for everyone. So be sure to come to the community, rebelphysician.com. Okay. So what doctors need to know about getting sued? The first thing is just the statistics. And that is that one third of us are going to get sued at some point in our career. Some places quote that over 80% of OBGYNs get sued at some point in their career. And that's by far the highest amount of doctors getting sued. That's the specialty with the highest amount of malpractice. Among that, uh, specialties who get sued the most are surgeons, general surgeons, subspecialty surgeons, orthopedic surgeons. So all in all, it's a huge portion of our community are getting sued. So if you haven't personally been sued, then I guarantee you that one of your friends or peers or colleagues have been sued or going through a lawsuit right now and maybe suffering in silence. And of course, when you are sued, when you get sued, you are more likely to suffer anxiety, depression, overwhelm, um, of course, burnout. And most importantly, you are more likely to die by suicide. And with in a field where suicide is already such a huge risk, it doesn't take much more to be the straw that broke the camel's back per se for a physician. So if a physician is already struggling and they get sued, it can be a perfect storm of hopelessness for that doctor. So For those reasons, it's really, really important that we actually start talking about it in ways that we are legally able to talk about it. This personally matters to me because I have been sued in my career. And several years ago, when I got sued, I was served the documents while I was on call, which is, you know, probably one of the top three worst times you can be served malpractice papers. I mean, it's never a good time, but while the beginning of a call shift was really, really bad timing for me. Um, I think I had 22 more hours of call to go. And essentially, I had to force myself to act like it didn't affect me, that I was fine. I had to keep it together so that the staff and the patients and the midwives I was working with didn't know anything was wrong. When inside, I was totally devastated, crushed, absolutely crushed. And this is, uh, I feel like what most physicians are feeling when something like this happens. We are already so hard on ourselves. You already want to do perfect all of the time when mistakes or unfortunate or unforeseen outcomes happen and that results in a lawsuit that's devastating for a physician who's already probably beating themselves up about something already. And another thing that can happen, of course, is that you do the best damn job you possibly can for a patient. You do the best for them and they still have an outcome that is devastating or upsetting to them in some way and they sue you. 
that can feel so hopeless for physicians. And this is very, very common. This is very common where a doctor says, I don't know what else I could have done. I did the best I could and that still wasn't enough. That's a horrible feeling for a doctor who feels like they are pouring themselves into their job. So this is what I want doctors to know about getting sued. The first one is that it adds acute and chronic stress to your life. And it takes years for a resolution. So with a lawsuit, there are moments in time that are acutely stressful, like finding out you get sued. That's an acute stressor in the moment, very stressful. You know, heart racing, palpitations, sympathetic nervous system on high alert. And then it takes so long for it to work itself out, depending on if it's going to go to court or be settled or whatnot. Um, it turns into like this chronic festering event in your life where as physicians, we already are so bad at processing stress and relieving stress and working on true stress relieving techniques that what happens is that this chronic stress becomes a huge detriment to our physical, mental, mental and emotional health huge because it's always there and we just kind of bury it. And then when a new thing happens within the lawsuit, the chronic stress gets exacerbated by the acute stress. So for example, when you get deposed, that's a very stressful thing. When you are having to apply for privileges or something or license in another state, you have to write down and explain yourself. That's an acute stressor. Obviously, going to court is an acute stressor. All of these things are on top of the chronic stress that knowing you have a lawsuit pending adds to your life. Number two, your malpractice carrier can force you to go to court for the benefit of their own bottom line. So what I mean by this is that you and your co-defendants, if there are any, or your practice or whomever, can decide that you would like to settle for whatever reason. It could be that you agree that there was a mistake made. That's one reason. Or it could mean that you just don't have the capability or the capacity to mentally, emotionally, and physically handle the lawsuit going on anymore. It could mean that. It could mean that you don't like the uncertainty of not knowing what will happen and you'd rather just settle. It could mean that you care deeply about the patient that sued you and you don't want them to have to go through court. So you just want to settle. There's a million reasons besides actually admitting fault that physicians choose to settle. However, what I did not know and what I want you to know in case this ever happens to you is that even If you, as the defendant, as the one who has to go through the court and the deposition and all of the things, you are the one taking on and shouldering the burden of the lawsuit and what that means for your life, you do not have the final say of whether or not you go to court. You can can pose that as an argument to your malpractice carrier. They can choose to not listen to you and to go to court. And their reasons are such as, well, if we just settle, then more patients will sue. 
doctors because they're just they just sue for the money. Well, that's probably true and that's basically already happening, right? That's we can we can probably make an argument that some people decide to create a lawsuit in order for the hope of they of they get money. Right? That as the primary motivator. So that's not like it's going to it's not happening now and it will start happening. However, that's the reason the malpractice carrier says you have to go to court because if there's any chance above 50% that we could win and not have to pay, we're going to do that. It doesn't matter if court is devastating to the physician in in an emotional and mental way. It doesn't matter that the physician perhaps is having suicidal ideation about it. it. That's irrelevant. And when I learned this, I was completely dumbfounded that this that this could be a thing where I didn't have the final say that a malpractice carrier the insurance company can decide that so I don't want another physician to be sideswiped by that information and of course I think this is completely ridiculous and one of the many problems with their with our healthcare system right now that this can happen and <laughs> I don't have the capacity or know-how right now to know how to fight that. Now, you better believe that it's on my to-do list of things that I want to think about how we can change. But right now, in the next you know, one to five years, if you get sued, your malpractice carrier can make you go to court. Next, the lawsuit documents, the malpractice documents that say why you're being sued, will make you feel like a total piece of shit. And I don't mean just like a horrible doctor. I mean like the worst human on the face of the planet. Bad. That's how bad these lawyers make the defendant feel. And this is just what they do. This is the point of the lawsuit is to is to shed the worst possible light on the doctor or the defendant. And when it's it's really, really hard to read that about yourself. It, I wish I could give you the advice of not reading it at all, <laughs> but you probably should. I think that's probably not wise. However, I do want you to know that you will need support after reading that. And maybe you can't talk about the details and you can't say why you're upset, but you can feel the like feel allow the feelings to come up the devastation the anger the hurt the shame all of those things and work through those things with a therapist or a loved one allow yourself to process that emotion because if it, if you don't then that kind of traumatic event reading something that someone else thinks about you when you're already so worried about other people's opinions is truly heartbreaking. So please be ready for that. And also know that if you have read something like that, and this is how you felt, you are not alone. You're not alone. And the fact that you feel so bad means that you actually are a good, decent human being. And even though reading that can make you feel like you're basically like the devil incarnate. You are not. You are a good, decent human being. You are a good doctor. And what 
someone has written about you doesn't make it true. Okay. The next thing I want doctors to know is that being deposed is humiliating and can make you feel completely powerless. And it's not our normal environment. We're not used to legal speak. We're not used to being asked questions in the way that lawyers ask questions. We're used to presenting evidence and science to to patients in a way that makes them feel like they have a choice where there's not a right or wrong answer. That's not how you need to answer questions when you're being deposed. And if you don't know that, then a lawyer will take advantage of you and make you look and make you feel like you don't know what you're talking about. So I would hope that if you have to go to a deposition, that you have a lawyer who's going to prep you appropriately and let you know the way that the attorney is going to make you feel and the games that they are going to play with your deposition. Number five, getting sued deeply affects your mental and emotional health. And it really is just a game to the plaintiff's attorney in the legal system. And what I mean by it's just a game is that a plaintiff's attorney is just going to work. Like they're just going to work, they're doing their job. And I mean, there are probably some out there who truly care about their clients and what their pay and what the whatever happened to them to have justice, right? I'm not, of course, I'll make a blanket statement, but there are exceptions. But all in all, the plaintiff's attorney isn't suffering chronic and acute stress. They're not thinking that they're horrible human beings. They're not doubting themselves or their identity as a, as a lawyer. <laughs> that's what the physician, that's, that's what we go through. That's what the physicians go through. So for us, this is, this could potentially change our career paths and our, and our life forever. And for a lawyer, a plaintiff's attorney and the legal system, it's just a job. It's just a game. It's like, oh, how can we put the pieces of this puzzle together and make it so that we win? So I think it's important that you understand that lens because their experience of what's happening is so different than ours. And it doesn't make our experience any less valid. But how this helped me was realizing that there's so much more life is so much bigger than this one moment, this one lawsuit. It actually helped me put things in perspective to realize that how I was experiencing this event, this lawsuit, wasn't how everybody else was experiencing it. So that made me be able to provide some space for my ego and really connect back into the core essence of who I am, which was very comforting for me. Finally, lawyers and doctors have completely different thought processes. And when we are getting sued, we need to think like lawyers do. And that's where a good defendant, like a good lawyer for you comes in. I feel very lucky that I had lawyers that were very helpful and compassionate. And they were able to teach me 
the different ways that doctors think and that lawyers think. And when we get sued, when we are being deposed or when we go to court, we are in their playing field, right? Like they are very comfortable there. They know how things are supposed to be said. They know how the jury is going to take what the defendant says. That's very familiar to them. For physicians, for most physicians, unless you're you know, going as an expert witness, which is an entirely different scenario, when you're getting sued, it's probably like one or two times in your life that you'll go to court, if ever. So you are, it's not the same level of comfort. It's like if a lawyer were to walk into an operating room, they would be like, ah, uh, <laughs> standing in a corner feeling all weird. They wouldn't be like, I don't know what to do. I'm, this is a weird environment, right? It's the same thing. That's how we feel going into court and being deposed and all of these things. So it's really important that we recognize that that discomfort that we feel because of lack of familiarity is something that lawyers will take advantage of because our discomfort will make a, they'll try to turn that into our incompetence. And it's completely separate, right? So knowing that the power of you walking into a courtroom or where you get deposed or whatever and and practicing, visualizing, feeling comfortable there and confident there will make it harder for someone to take advantage of you being feeling insecure and making that mean you're incompetent, which you are not, which you are not. You are not incompetent. And if you are going through something like this right now, please, I really want you to know that what you're feeling is, I have been there and many, many, many other doctors that I've taught you have been there. And please get help. Please go to therapy. Please talk about it with someone. If it means, if you want to email me, if you want to reach out to me, I'm happy to talk to you anonymously. You don't have to share any details. You can just say, I'm having a hard time. And we can just talk about it. I can just be there for you. Whatever you need, please, please ask for support. It doesn't make you weak or a bad doctor or anything. It just makes you human. And we need human doctors to stay in medicine. So that's what I have for you this week. Please share with a friend. Even if you don't think you have any friends or colleagues going through a lawsuit, I know I can guarantee that you do. I guarantee it. They're just not talking about it. So share this with other doctors and help them to navigate this experience. Have a great week. there. Just wanted to take some quick time here to let you know that if you have been thinking about doing a podcast and it feels really overwhelming and you like the idea of podcasting, but the other stuff like the editing and production feels too overwhelming, I wanted to let you know about the people who now edit and produce my podcast, which is Pretty Easy Podcasts. And for the first year and a half of my podcast, I was doing everything myself. And I had tried to contract out editing and it was 
really got some really, really bad results. So I was hesitant to try again, but I'm so glad that I did because working with Pretty Easy Podcasts has been so amazing. They can get your shows recorded, posted with a complete podcast studio at your disposal. You could record from home, your office or the park or really anywhere. And then they totally cater to your schedule and It's just so easy to work with them. I cannot say enough good things. So if it's been on your mind to do a podcast, then definitely check out Pretty Easy Podcast at prettyeasypodcast.com and sign up today. It's super affordable and it's so fun working with them. So definitely check it out. (music) 